Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. There she is, ladies and gentlemen, the boss of all bosses. Isn't it capo de capi? Isn't that how you say that in Italian? I don't know. It's 7 a.m., Tom. Calm down. <laughs> oh, so it's the middle of the day? Mm. Is that what you're saying? Is this how you say this in Italian? Like me and Rudy would know. We're in radio. You've, you've never heard of capo de capi? You've never, have you ever seen a movie? Mm. I, I know Buca de Peppo, but Buca that de is Beppo's about good. it. Mm-hmm. Buca de Peppo's still around someplace, isn't it? Or is it? Yeah, I think there's one. I hope. I drive by all the time in Eden Prairie. There used to be one up in Maple Grove and Big Paul. My buddy Big Paul ran it for a long time. God, we had a good time. Ooh, Man. When you first had the pizza that had the um, mashed potatoes on it, do you remember yep. that? Oh, so good. I also remember that back when Big Paul was at uh, Buca, mm-hmm. I used to drink then. Oh. Huh? Memories, baby. Except for in the car going home. I, don't want, I, don't, I didn't keep those memories. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> well, Tom. Yes, dear. That's, That's all I have to say is, so good. oh my God, poor Catherine. Every time she's around Alex now, she gets cold. Alex didn't have a cold, but every time she's around Alex, she gets a cold. Catherine feels terrible. And Jude, of course, our dog, who's now, is he 11 yet? 10 or 11, I know No, that. stop. I still think oh, of yeah. him as a puppy. I just remember when you got him. Oh, yeah. He's still a little little fella. Very, very sweet. But uh, apparently, uh, Catherine's got a cold, mm. got no sleep because Jude decided to vomit in the middle of the night. Love that. And the night before, he had diarrhea, so I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what he found and ate, but something. Now, me and Alex are, like, slowly trying to kill you um, with our children's diseases. I am scared for you to come back. I... I am on week two of this yeah. cough. I finally worked out yesterday because yep. I was like, you know what? Maybe that'll help. And I was at the gym. I was sweating like I was Rudy. Like, like you know when you're sick? and you, I was like in the plank just perfume. I was like, this is not natural. Like, this is ins- I was making like a pile, and I wasn't even doing that much. I was like, not great. Not great. Well, it'll get great. Don't worry about it. I mean, it, I'm looking at this again. This is the weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty good. Now wait a minute. I got to. I got to make sure I'm seeing that. You know, for some reason, when they when the weather comes over, it prints really small, and everything else doesn't. So I don't understand why the hell that would happen. Barlow. I mean, I'm not kidding you. The the letters on the weather are about one fifth the size of the of the other stuff, and it only does it on the weather. It's really weird. Hmm. I don't know why, but so I try to read it. It says, let's "See, that's is it going to be? It's going to be 80 today." Is that what that says? Is that real? That's what it looks like. It looks like it's either 60 or 80. I can't really tell because the print's too small. So we'll go from there. I see, yeah. Yeah, like a high of, yeah, I see a high of 76, a high of 75. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty dang nice today. 
said tonight, uh, or today, becoming mostly sunny, breezy, and warm with a high of 80. Uh, tonight, it's going to be a low of 60, so that's very, very cool. Mostly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 82. But by, by the way, that would be a record, uh, a record one, one shot uh, short of the record. Record's 83, set in 1931, so 82 will be one off. We might get to 83. Uh, then on Friday, increasing clouds, not as warm, with a high of 70. And then Tom comes to town when the high is going to be 45 with snowflakes. Yeah, I know. Only I could bring this on myself every year. Don't worry, I'm leaving. That's right, you're, you're heading out. Yeah, you're going. going to... Where are you going? Florida. Like where in Florida again? I forgot you Fort told me. Fort Myers. My parents live there. Yeah, Fort Myers. That's and right. so my mom's texted me every day. She just texted me this morning saying, listening to the show, can't wait. Um, she's so excited. Oh, I understand. Is Sanibel Island put back together? Not really. No, I think bad. it's still pretty rough. No. Isn't that, how long is that bridge? That bridge's pretty long, isn't it, to get to Sanibel? I think it's like seven miles or something. That's am so I, crazy. Am I, am I right on that? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know about seven miles. Uh, maybe not. Okay, maybe. maybe like 700 yards. All right, but that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, still, it's, it's pretty close. But I do remember going over that because I took my daughter to Fort Myers for a, uh, like a, her and I used to do these daddy-daughter uh, road trips, and mm-hmm. we went to Fort Myers, and mm-hmm. we went to Sanibel, and we went over to Sanibel in the morning, and she's like, I want to ride go-karts. And I was like, well, sweetie, go-karts are back on the mainland, we're on the island. She was like, yeah, but I want to ride go-karts. I was like, okay, but you do realize it cost Daddy $6 every time we cross that bridge yeah. to get yeah. to Sanibel. So the go-karts went from $30 to $36 because I got to pay. She's like, come on, you cheap bastard. I'm like, let's all right, go. fine, let's do it. Six bucks, that's all you need. <laughs> so yeah, sunny today with a high of 80 right now. It's partly cloudy and 53 degrees. Um, you know, I talked about this yesterday. You guys didn't get too involved in it, which is probably a, probably a good thing. But there, remember how I went after Macron yesterday? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now they're all doing it. Of oh, course. good. They decided. Is it? Do you think it's true that the leadership on the entire planet Earth are they're all really stupid? Is that what it is? You think? I mean, I think that there's a level of like. Um, you, it's funny that you said that you. S- you felt like you said it, and then a bunch of people said it. Like with news, it feels well, like no, but, uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like with news, people don't feel in like they don't feel brave enough to say some things or no, do something, and then all of a sudden, all, everyone's saying it. Yeah. Well, I, again, it's a situation. I we weren't even born. I wasn't even born by for many, many years after this. But I just, how can your country be saved by another country, and 75 years later, you rip that country and say we're moving away from them? Why didn't you move away when I came over to save your ass? How about that one there, Pally Macaroni or whatever the hell your name is? Yeah, take that. I mean, all these people, I, I bounced around quite a bit. I go to like four or five news sites in the morning just to try to get some idea what the truth might be about a story. Yeah. Because you know, one side, it pumps it way up. The other one tears it down. Then the one in the middle does it, whatever. But uh, yeah, he's talking about the, 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 Europe needs to move away from America. And, and I'll say this, and then I'll be quiet. But this guy, what a pain in the ass jerk this guy is. You move away from America and see what happens when you leave the American dollar. Good luck to you. That's all I have to say, pal. You know, one of my old bosses had a saying about politics, which was stupid or liar. Yeah, there you go. That's, it's I one like of the it. two. Yeah. You're either, you're either stupid and you don't get it, or you do get it and you're lying to everybody. 100% right on the money with that. It is. It's, right. it's exactly what it is. You, you, the, the crooked 
steer the stupid. That's what happens mm-hmm. around the world. It's always been that way, unfortunately. But look, I just calm down. Okay, why don't we we'll segue away from that because it pisses me off too much that he would do that to us. But it's it's never going to happen. Don't even worry about it. He's just trying to kiss ass like all these politicians do. A bunch of ass kissing liars. I said a bunch of you heard me. You, you heard, heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. But in any case, uh, there is one other political thing I do want to bring up because I'm coming home on uh, Sunday and I'm looking forward to being back in Minnesota. Um, you know, like I said, 40 for one day is no big deal because it kind of bounces back, I think, uh, the next day a little. No, nah, it doesn't. Never. Oh, no, it does too. It's up 51 on Monday, so that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys pay federal tax, you pay state tax, you pay sales tax, you pay property taxes, you pay, there are like five, six different taxes that we all pay, correct? I guess, I mean. Oh yeah, there are. With the sales taxes, we don't even realize we're paying sales tax. Tax on my tax on my tax, Mm -hmm. am I right? Tax on the tax on the tax. Okay, so I have a suggestion. Yep. That if I pay my property taxes and my state taxes and my income taxes on other things, could you fix the 120-year-old sewer pipe by replacing it before the entire street caves in? <laughs> Is that a possibility? Could you could you do oh that? Oh, my God, that made me laugh and cough at the same time. Honest to God, Brittany. I know. We pay out the ass, and they do nothing. I know. That's that, so bad. Well, they had to know that pipe was 120 years old. It's right there in the paperwork, isn't it? 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah, and then it bursts and it washes out the whole street and we're lucky somebody didn't get killed. No, seriously, we are paying and paying and paying. And this is not only on a, on a city level, state level, it's a federal level also, obviously. We pay and pay and pay and pay. They want to keep jacking up how much we pay. And you do nothing with our money. You don't keep the world. Somebody could have gotten killed when that thing caved in. You do realize that, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's terrible. That's like, it's, that's why I, I didn't know what the ask was going to be. And when it was, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a, <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you know, we need to get our schools here and there. I'm like, that's a big ask. That's a That'd big ask. There's a lot of complex. But like this, this pipe one, that seems like an easy win. You know that it's something that's yeah. that old. Mm-hmm. You know that the faultiness of it and you take care of it. But nope. I, I don't understand either. It's like, hey, say, Bill, uh, how old is that pipe there on uh, Hennepin Avenue? How old is that? <laughs> I mean, they got it right there in the paperwork. I know. Wouldn't you look at the paperwork and go, here, this, 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 and this needs to be replaced. It's 120 years old. I, right? Yeah. I know, Tom. That's did, so bad. Did you guys see that uh, article the other day about the diamond ring that was found? at like, Yes. In a, yeah. Did you realize that you see when you, it could have been flushed any time between now and 60 years ago because the pipes aren't cleaned out all the time. What have you been doing for the last 60 years? I know. You guys are killing me. Don't make me laugh. My cough is like going away. Oh. I could tell the t-shirt story now and it wouldn't make you laugh. I can guarantee you that one. No. Did you see that t-shirt story? Mm-mm. Oh, which one? Um uh, let me find it because I don't want to refer to it because they spell out a really nasty word. Oh, is it the recycling one? Yes, recycle. It's like recycle, what? reuse. Um, yeah, recycle, renew, reuse, and renew. And re something, but it's, it's. Rethink. Yes, and it vertically, they miss that it spells uh, see you next Tuesday. Oh, yes. wow, okay. Yes, it does. Huh. And it's in big letters right on the front of the t shirt. <laughs> 
You know what, though? I wouldn't have noticed. I don't think I would have noticed it if somebody didn't point it out. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like the way it's done is up and down, and you read it left to right. Like, that's one of those ones I go, you know, sometimes... They throw the they throw a hundred different designs. They have pay yeah. all these different people to just make these designs, and they Correct. they mass produce them real quick. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah. Now, Rudy, you never worked with this guy, and I won't name him. Brittany worked with him. I worked with him for many many years. And his favorite word was "see you next Tuesday." Yeah, he mm. used to say it like all the time. And I was thinking to myself, why do you keep saying that over and over again? I, yeah, I got it the first time you said it, okay? Calm down. I do like that word. I have a problem. Oh, yes, yeah. I do. I don't know what it is. It sounds so clean. And the, like, there's the P word, right? The, the one that's like talking about a woman's area that yeah. feels, feels kind of like mm-hmm. sexual. But the C next Tuesday sounds clean, concise. I don't know what it <laughs> yeah. is. There's, there's a thing in stand-up comedy where K words and B words are your friends. Oh, I see. Because they're B words are funny and K words get a reaction. Yeah. yeah. So using that hard K right at, right away yeah. helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time I ever heard that word, hmm. and I will never forget it because it was actually funny. But I didn't know what the word meant when he said it. Uh-huh. Uh, there was some, I don't know, some luminary in town he was at the i think he was like a prince of norway or something or the count of norway yeah so i think he was a count of norway or the countess somewhere right so he's in town this is i'm talking about a thousand years ago okay and i'm watching this and a friend of mine's dad this is nice so i'm in i think seventh grade Mm mm-hmm and apparently this guy, my friend's dad, did not care for the Count or his wife. Because mm. he said, oh, look at there. The Count and the C-U-N-T. Oh. <laughs> Only he didn't spell it. Yes. He said it. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Do you know what, though? You know, we were talking about this with... Uh, <laughs> We were talking about this with Phil Mackey. You know, he was talking, asking, sure. is, is there something that someone can say that instantly makes you want to fight? And I always, I remember being in the military and there would be times where this was a word that they would use to try to like get me mad. And it was so generic that like I couldn't be mad. I was like, you, we've been deployed for a year. You know me right. good enough. Like attack my, like, you know, my weird legs or like my mustache that's grown in. Like attack <laughs> me personally. But the generic ones don't get my heart rate up. Like if somebody right. was like you, you know, whatever in the street, like if they, you bitch or you C-U-N-T, like I would go, okay. Like yeah. it's too generic to get my heart rate up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't, uh, what's his name, Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker? The tall, mm-hmm. the big guy. The, the big guy, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he talks yep. a lot about it. When you see that guy, he w- comes out on stage and just starts dropping Effenheimers yeah. one after another. Really? Well, the reason he says is because it gets your attention. Mm. Because it True. gets it gets you motivated to want to know what is the next word. Because when you see people, I mean, I saw somebody in a Target one time drop that loud, like just screamed Ooh. it. Mm-hmm. And I was Ooh. like, whoa. I mean, it it, it your reaction is a little different than yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like randomly saying it around my mom because it makes her laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like something <laughs> dumb. Like my dog's being a real, you know. Yeah. And she, my mom will just go, "Why? Just why, Brittany? Like, yeah. you know, when there's like people in your life, you can still get worked, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, that cracks me up. 
Yeah. Understandably. Thank you. I, I think my favorite use of that uh, of the C word in anything is Family Guy when Quagmire is about to go on a cross-country road trip mm-hmm. and Brian the dog walks into the um, driveway and he goes, ah, Quagmire, you got all the uh, got the RV ready to go, huh? And he's like, yep, I'm ready to go on my cross-country uh, road trip. Even got the sign out. And Brian looks at the sign and goes... Isn't country spelled with an O? <laughs> there you go. If you add a Y to it, it's actually kind of endearing. Yeah. And when you're talking about yourself as well, you're like, I'm feeling this way. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't agree with you. When you put a Y on it, it's kind of funny. It is kind of yeah. funny. I just, it is so funny that there are words that we denote that are supposed to just be so naughty that we all know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so silly where you go, okay. Yeah, the English use it as like it's in every sentence. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's normal yep. vocabulary over in Britain. Yeah, yes. It is indeed. And I have to ask you a question because I never ha- I got an answer to this from anybody, so I'm thinking it's not true. But is it true that the F word comes from for use of carnal knowledge? Is that true? Hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't even know how to Google that. I don't either. I have no. I don't know if that's true or not. It's kind of cool if it is true, yeah, actually. I think that's the title of a Megadeth record, but I could be wrong. Oh, I think you're probably right about yeah. that. That's a good title, it looks right like there. There's something that it could be from uh, Swedish dialect F O C K A Faka, and the Dutch dialect Fakalen, possibly from the Indo-European root meaning strike, shared by the Latin pugnus fist. All right. What? Yeah. The hell's that? I am going to call somebody whose wife's name is Lynn and just use that word that you just used. What do you think? You're welcome. What is it? Pukalin? What was it? Oh, uh, no, I lost it. Uh, oh, no big deal. Not a big deal. Don't worry about a thing. We got to take a break anyway. We'll we'll mull it over and get back to you. How about that action? Love it. We shall be right back right at this Tom Bernard Show. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale. It's happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code, TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. Yes, I said $25, regularly $149.98. That's over 120 bucks in savings. Limited to 10 pairs to check out. These will sell out. Trust me, they will. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, too, which is great. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM for this incredible offer. That's Tom, T-O-M. They won't last long, so please order now. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you'll only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. 
That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The warmer weather is just around the corner, I promise. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf, a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same routes, so they get to know your lawn and will customize a fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe and guaranteed for superior results. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate at ProfessionalTurf.com. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography and imaging software so you can see how all of it will look in full color before the work begins. ProTurf specializes installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, rock and sod, plus installation of concrete pavers or natural stone patios, fire pits, driveways, walkways, streams, and rock fountains and more. Check out their work at ProfessionalTurf. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. That is so cool that that did work out. That was many, many, many years ago. I called Randy Bachman. He was up in Winnipeg. And I said, would you do me a favor and write a song about Britney? And he said, yes, absolutely. American woman. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> that, that's so funny you guys bring that up because the guess who I sat next to them on my flight back from Florida. Great guys. Aren't Great they? guys. Such yep. nice guys. Yeah. Nice Winnipeg boys, mm-hmm. except for the Britney song, American Woman, Get the Hell Away From Me, or whatever the lyric is. I, that does match up with our lives. It really does, doesn't it? I know. Um, I don't know what this story is. I like the headline, so I, I do want to read it. Um, the headline is, to be fair, they were asshats. Oh. I don't know what that means, but I mean, I know what an asshat is. But I don't know what the reference is here. Uh, Northampton principal who called students asshats was paid uh, was paid eighty thousand dollars in departure agreement with district. The remark first came to light over a year ago. The principal of a Massachusetts high school didn't you know this had to be a, a Boston suburb? Yeah, I feel like that was coming right. I just love Boston. I do. Uh, you guys ever spend any time in Boston? Just a tiny bit here and there, but it's a really I, I I've enjoyed it when mm-hmm. I was there. Just love it. I love that town because it gets really high tone, and there's just the street guys with the, you know, and they really do act like, you know. Did you see um, City on a Hill, that that uh, series Mm-mm. with Kevin Bacon? Mm-mm. Oh, if you get a chance, watch it. There were three seasons. It's over now. Three eight-episode uh, seasons. I think you would love it because Kevin Bacon is the biggest Bostonian prick in the world, and he <laughs> nails it. That's awesome. I mean, he nails that role. So good. And, of course, Jill Hennessy's in it, and I love Jill Hennessy. She's wonderful. Uh, but, yeah, they're, the attitude these guys have on City on a Hill because they're Bostonians, it just, I love that show. Love Boston. Great story of how the city of Boston was built. You know, it was kind of a hill, and they just cut it down and flattened it out and turned it into a city. Did you know that? Seems ambitious. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, you're right. If you, next time you guys get a chance, just look up a map of Boston. Because oh, if, you, yeah. if you look at anything past, like, Pittsburgh, everything is on a grid, north, south, east, and west. But if you go to Boston, they basically just paved over the donkey paths, and that's <laughs> yeah. their road system. That's no joke. That's no, funny. it is true. Because Boston's an island. I don't know. A lot of people don't know that. No, I didn't. Mm. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, if you ever get a chance, but but it just this kind of reminds me of something that somebody in Boston would say, and it did happen in Boston. <laughs> I just looked at it. Well, it said the principal of Massachusetts High School placed on leave uh, after left later left the job last year after referring to some students as asshats. Would you be offended? I don't care. Even if you were in fourth, fifth grade, if your teacher called you an asshat, no, who I, cares? I would be I would be shockingly over it, which would show you that yeah 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 yeah. Uh, I think it was James Caan. I can't remember the movie, uh, but he was terrific in it. Um, he threatened somebody once by saying, and I quote, you do what I tell you or you will wear your ass for a hat. <laughs> Which I thought was a pretty good reference, don't you think? Somehow my ass is going to end up on my head. That's I wonder not, what's going to happen I there. Mean, it, it just is terrifying when somebody says something that's so nonsensical, like, I was at this like army um, bar, and this my friend was getting in a, a weird verbal fight with somebody, and he said, "He's like, I'm gonna piss your pants to somebody all angry," <laughs> and it was like, well. "That's so insane that like nobody should mess with him right now." Like, what? What, Michael? Like, no. <laughs> Good yeah. line. It's like when uh, the lady drops the S my D. I always laugh at that. I'm like, yeah, that, that makes is, me laugh too. Oh, that's so good. It's funny. It's not very big, is it? I mean, depends. I don't know. Who's yeah. you know, or what, what property she has? <laughs> I suppose. I suppose that is true. There's no question about it. Uh, so in any case, uh, in case you refer to some of the students as asshats, received eighty thousand dollars under a deal for her departure. Oh, it was a woman that did it. I assumed it was a man for some reason. Hmm. Uh, for her departure from the district, I I might don't tell Catherine, but I might be in love with this woman. Any woman that referred to her own students as asshats is my kind of woman. I mean, you know what I mean? She Tough. knows him well. She's probably right. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Don't you like? Well, Brittany, you're a strong woman. You don't put up with anybody's BS. No, I, I love telling people that they're asshats. That's like my right. going to be my new thing today. <laughs> the only person I see today is Rudy, so I'm just going to continuously tell him. Asshat. Yep. Well, wait till Andy shows up at 11, then he can call him oh, that and then just leave. Obviously. There you go. The outlet reviewed a copy of the settlement between Northampton Public Schools and Principal Lori Villancourt, I guess it would be, uh-huh. uh, who had made the uh, comment about a group of students in an internal communication that came to light uh, in March of 2022. So did she actually record it or did she write it down? Because how the hell would the, uh, the, communication, the internal communication come to light? I mean, According to Mass Live, po- uh, payroll records show the payment was ma- made. Uh, payment made Villancourt the highest-paid Northampton employee last year. She earned one hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. Jesus, that's pretty good. And she was working. She's a high school. Te- do high school teachers make two hundred grand a year? No. Why did she make so much? No high school. No, there's no. Mm, there, the high school teachers do not make two hundred thousand no. dollars a year. Well, that was last year. She earned one hundred ninety-five four thirty in twenty twenty-two. Yeah, but a principal might be up that high, though, right? Yeah. No, yeah. really? Oh no, yeah. not even. I don't. Are you guys? I don't know about that. I don't either. I have no idea how much it they make. Could be private though, because maybe a private school. Yeah. Well, you might be able to get a salary like that. Well, maybe because it doesn't say if it's public or private school. Yeah. Uh, oh no, what? no. I'm sorry. It's I, Northampton Public Schools. Oh, so it was wow. a public school. I feel like a principal for a public school is kind of like a mighty duck situation. Like you get a DWI and the judge forces you to be a principal of a high school. <laughs> we all take turns yes. doing it. <laughs> yes. Like my I, next jury duty I have is like I also have to be a principal for a year. <laughs> yes. 
I was trying to think of the year it happened, and I don't know if he was there the whole year or not, but you want to talk about uh, some tough going at high school, uh, Minneapolis North. Uh, that's when I had to show up for homeroom and then just leave because they said after they I tested out and stuff, they said, if you just come back for homeroom, we'll give you a diploma and you'll be good to go. Wow. So I had to come to homeroom for one year. But uh, you know who the hall monitor was at North High? I can't remember what year that was. It was back 69, 70. I don't know when the hell it was. It was back in that era anyway. The hall monitor at the time was dating a young woman from St. Paul. That's why he was in the Twin Cities. The hall monitor was George Foreman. Why don't you piss him off? What do you think? Wow. That's wild. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, so that had to be pretty far back because he wasn't a professional. Well, I think he was a professional fighter, but nobody knew who he was yet. So I don't know what year that would have been. I, I, I have no idea. But, yeah, he, he was a rather large man, I will tell you that. Yeah. But uh, I don't think you want to piss him off. Yeah, no, I would, be, I would stay in line, at least when I'm around him. Yeah, I would. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> Am I walking the hall straight, like the way you want me to? <laughs> nice guy, though. I've talked to George Foreman. Many, many, well, you guys have been in, in radio. You probably interviewed George Foreman. He, he loves doing radio, as a matter of fact. No, but I think I've been on air when you have interviewed him, and he oh, seems very likable. Like he Just seems, a, yeah. Yeah, very nice man. No question about it. Okay, so you can't call anybody an asshat or you get 200000 bucks for doing it. I might start calling people asshats just to see if anybody will give me 200000 bucks, right? I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you, you asshat? I'd, where did asshat come from? Is it because I'm going to shove your head up your ass? Is that why? It, that's how it came about? <clears throat> I feel like it's two words that just go together so eloquently. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. It might be just that they fit together so so well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Villancourt started the job in January 2020. Well, her starting salary was $110,000, man. Wow. I had no idea the public school. And I, I'm not holding it against them. God bless you. I hope you make as much money as you can. But I had no idea that public school teachers, although Boston is very, very expensive to live, and maybe that has something to do with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. But it's still insane. I feel like that is an insane salary, but that's me. A lot of money. I mean, and, and I don't mean like they shouldn't get that. I just mean like no, from what I know about people in schools. Now, I don't understand this one. I have no idea what they're talking about, but there is no way on earth I would have ever used one of these. A public charge phone charging station? No, thank you. Well, like, okay, so initially... A public, like, you know, if your phone's dead, they have a bunch of these at the airport since we use oh, okay. so many things with our phone. You know, a lot of times our boarding pass is on there. Um, and so they have all these areas where you can charge your phone. And I hadn't thought anything of it. And then they put out this warning. And I thought, whoa, I did not think of that. See, I don't even know what it is yet because I haven't read the story. So, so you said, oh, yeah. So you would agree that you shouldn't use them. You should be very careful where you're using them. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, so you 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 have used one, Brittany, or you have not? Yeah, I've used a public charging thing for sure at airports and you know random oh, okay. places like our you know schools I go to went to had them. Rudy, you ever use it? Just had one at Disney. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Disney's probably all right though, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I've never used one, so I'm just not on my phone very much. I don't talk on my phone anywhere near as much as most people do. Yeah, and it's like at Disney, you could be recording video, things that would take up a lot of batteries so your phone could die. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, The FBI is warning consumers about juice jacking. 
Don't say it that way. That sounds like masturbation. <laughs> it does. Oh, my God. Juice jacking is a terrible term for That's it. A terrible term. Oh, right. my gosh. I was juice jacking <laughs> Justin last night. <laughs> oh, my God. That's even worse. That's... I mean, better. I mean, better. Not is worse. it, though? <laughs> I don't know. It feels I, terrible. I do have to move on. I will Thank you. you. That, Thank you. you Thank you. I was like, whoa. I, like, I was juice jacking you. <laughs> 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 I'm going to use that tonight, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, go that for it. It's a good move. So, Catherine, you ever heard of juice jacking? <laughs> I, I would like to bring that up to you if I could. Okay. Well, let's get by juice. I've never seen that before, juice jacking. It's not a great term. No. Uh, where bad actors use public charges to infect phones and devices with malware. Oh, that's nice of you. Now, why? W- before I go further, why would they do this? Just to harm you? Because... Well, did they, can they steal your money somehow? Oh, I'm sure there's a there's a monetary aspect to it eventually. Have you guys noticed, by the way, before I get back in the story, the attempts to steal your money that are popping up on your email accounts now? Oh, mm-hmm. it's constant. Oh, God, it's just nonstop now. Yeah, I've been selling a bunch of stuff on like Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist oh, and oh, eBay. Yeah. I'm amazed at how many scams come through. Hundreds of emails oh, and messages God. a day with people trying to scam you. Oh, and another one that's Ugh. kind of creepy is like when you're looking for an apartment. Um, there's all these scams you have to be so yeah. careful for, especially oh, back really? in the day when it was like a really competitive market. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, come see this place. Da, 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 da. And let me just have all you fill out this information. Because, like, in a normal apartment, you also do that. You fill out this form. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, I just gave this person all my information. Yeah. Could I, do you have to admit to yourself that you're a total moron and a failure to go to a life of stealing? I, I mean, you can't even make your own living. You're that stupid, really? Yeah. yeah, but they think they're, you know, it's like a pat on their own back. Like, I got one. I got that. It's so, I just, it's the worst kind of people. So they're proud of being a thief. Oh, of course they are. I'm That's sure. Disgusting. It, I, I mean, mean, that is disgusting. Yeah. You said I mean. What do you mean? I mean, no, I a thousand percent agree with you, but it's like there's a reason they call it fishing. You know, like they're yeah, they're yeah. they're looking for their next. They don't because there's no way they could look at it and think I'm disgusting. They think, yeah, I I earned it because I got you. Yeah. kind of feeling that that is the problem is that for every 100 people that can recognize a scam right away, there's always mm-hmm. one that yeah. makes it a, a hit worthwhile where they end up losing five thousand dollars to these scammers. I know. Yeah, I, it's, I don't understand how you could... Here's what I don't understand about any of this stuff. Stuff that's happened to you, happened to me. It's not a victim thing. It's Here's the part that I don't like. You're pissed off at me, so we're going to part ways and blah, blah, blah. And then you're going to go after me and try to harm me in some way. But do you understand you're harming my wife and children too? Which really is going to piss me off. And I will get you someday for this. Our, oh. I just will. You mess with my family, you're going to have to pay for that. I'm not going to tell you when. But it's gonna happen. Or like, I can promise. You know, you know, you're talking about elderly people, and they're at the tail yeah. end of their life, yep. and they have a certain amount of. Oh. Okay, you be the scammer, and I'll be the old woman. Okay. Hi, um, this is the IRS calling. I need to confirm your social security number. Oh yeah, just a second. I'll. I have it written on the bag where my 75000 in cash is, so I'll be back. Sounds good. Why don't you just go ahead and put that uh, in a, a container? <laughs> in a container. <laughs> Send it my way. I got really excited. <laughs> oh, my God. Am I a scammer? Yeah. 
Well, that's actually why we're calling. The IRS has you in arrears for exactly $75,000. What a quiz. I'm going to get my manager on the line. And if you don't pay that in 30 days, we're going to have you arrested. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Don't blame him. Uh, to close this story out, the law enforcement agency says that consumers should avoid using public charges at, at malls and airports. You're not even supposed to use them at airports. And stick to, uh, stick to their own USB cables and charging plugs. The FBI recently warned consumers against using free public charging stations, saying crooks have managed to hijack public charges that can infect devices with malware. So what is, what's the upside for you that you just infected somebody with malware? Well, I think like it eventually can give you access to their phone oh, okay. or you I know see. make if it makes let's say it makes a fake app like an Amazon app. Oh, okay. And you're sending money not to Amazon. It's like a fake, and this is an extreme example. But if you're somebody who can get fooled by you know clicking on a, an app and then it's actually goes direct deposit into their account when you buy something, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's things that can be done where you're putting like. Um, a fake Wells Fargo thing where you get their sign in because they click on the app and they put in oh, you know their yeah. username and password and it just gets sent to the person. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to this because that's that stuff is scary as hell. As a matter <sighs> of fact, people just constantly, constantly trying to get money out of your pocket. It's disgusting. It's so disgusting. Who's not disgusting is Kristen Burt. That's who's not disgusting. True. What an we intro. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what an intro. The what not intro. disgusting. Um, I read that story last night, by the way, about, you know, charging your phone. And the mm-hmm. recommendation is use your cube, like, to plug it in. Don't use your USB. Mm. That's the recommendation. That's actually so smart. Yeah. Plug it in. Don't use the USB to recharge. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense, no question. Yeah. I don't, is it sad, do you think, that this is a sad tale about Uncle Tommy, that I don't use my phone enough that it, my phone never runs out of charge? Never. Because I don't use it that much. Is that weird? Mine runs out of charge like three times a day, but it's my <laughs> lifeline for work, Not you know? It's crazy. And especially yeah. if I do a red carpet, I'm expected to, besides do interviews, like take photos, grab candid videos, all of that. So it's constantly running. Is it a bad sign that people don't like to call me? They like to text me. Is that a bad thing? No. No, that's good. They that's think just, you're What is a good thing? Yeah. Okay. And it's yeah. just life. Like, that's just where we're at. Oh, everybody texts now? That's all? They don't talk anymore? They text? No. Unless I have, like, a complicated thing to talk to you about, I'm going to shoot you a text. 100%. So how, how would I know it's even you, though? It could be fake. Well, you have my name saved. No, I don't. Or I throw it away he? every day. <laughs> every day I have to go, by the way, this is Brittany. We have a code word. It's mongoose. It's asshat. It's asshat. It <laughs> we read a story this morning about an asshat, uh, Kristen, and it's not very... You get fired from your job as a teacher in Massachusetts, for in Boston specifically, for calling someone an asshat. Well, we call each other mass holes. Mass holes is good. Ah. (laughs) I don't even understand why you get fired for that. Everyone calls each other. Oh, you're a mass hole. Yep. (laughs) I love that. I've never heard that before, but I'm going to use it from now on. You can take it and run with it. We use it for, for, being from Massachusetts, we use it all the time. But min holes, not funny. Not the same. You know what I mean? Mass hole would be great. Min Min holes. Yeah, it sucks. It sounds like um, some program in Minnesota to fix the potholes. Like, we should have yes, minhole. Min we need minhole out true. in California because we had so much rain. So, same. 
Okay, I have to ask the three of you specifically, uh, I, I guess, particularly Kristen Burt. I've been through two episodes of Yellow Jackets. I, I don't, where's the attraction here? Oh, no, you don't like it? It's it's boring as hell. It's about everybody's, I don't know, so, does it ever get better? I mean, even when it they does. cut the you guy's leg stick. off, it was boring. You need to stick with it. All right. I, I, I always will. say give a show, especially a show that has a, uh, some type of element of like mystery, surprise, suspense. You got to give mm-hmm. it like four episodes. Oh, okay. After four, right. if you don't like it, you can tell me you're quitting. How does that sound? That'll be fine. But I, that's why I asked you, Kristen, because you, there are a couple of other shows I didn't. Well, uh, what's it called? Animal Animal Control. Animal uh, Control. Is it Animal Control? Animal Control. Yep, on Fox. Okay. Well, every other episode sucks. But the ones that are good are really good. I don't understand how they do this, but I'm sticking with it because literally episodes one and three were not very funny, but episodes two and four are really funny. Why is that happening? I would love to see who the main writer was on that episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because writer's rooms, usually they take turns taking the lead on the script. So while... um, you may like someone else's writing versus another, and that's probably the, the case on uh, Animal Control. Yeah, it could be. You're absolutely right. So what have you been watching? Anything good, new coming out? Um, well, it's been kind of interesting because I'm like, I, I'm right now I'm sucked into jury duty. I am like totally oh. <laughs> right there. Um, but the, the big show that's coming out this week is the return of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So oh, if sure. you've been watching that over the past few seasons, this is the final season. I finally got my hands on the series finale over the weekend. They had given me the first eight. There's nine episodes this season and it is fantastic. I think most people will be very satisfied with how they wrap the storylines up. Um, I think they stayed true to the characters, true to the story. And it's one of those shows that I'm honestly going to miss because I think it, it was really, uh, the characters were really well fleshed out. Tony Shaloub is like chef's kiss in that show. He's unbelievable. He's and great. man, Luke Kirby playing Lenny Bruce. Oh yeah. I, yeah thumbs up from Rudy on that. I was like, <laughs> he and, uh, Rachel Brosnahan, who plays Mrs. Maisel, have some heat and chemistry that you cannot manufacture. <laughs> it, it carries through. And, and the one thing I will say is that we all know what happened to Lenny Bruce in real life. They mm-hmm. don't get caught up in that. Yeah. And so the way they, they wrap this up, I think, will be very satisfactory to people that know Lenny Bruce just on Mrs. Maisel. But people who know the real life story of Lenny Bruce, it, it doesn't get too convoluted, which I think is, is magical to do as a writer. He changed comedy forever. Yeah, man, that oh, so many times watching him on stage, even in the you know the times you can go back and watch it on YouTube, or even mm-hmm. in the series mm-hmm. of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you just you're so captivated by somebody who had that amount of cojones during a time when they were really <laughs> trying to you know silence comics. And there's one episode in the last season that I just I resonated. It resonated so hard I had to just turn it off and pause it and just sit and reflect and go outside and think about it for a moment because there's an episode where they do a show and he wakes up the next morning at Midge's house and has no idea how he got there. Whoa. And I'm like, man, have been in that scenario so many times. And I'm, it really just like I had to, because after watching him and seeing everybody's reaction to him the next morning, I was like, so that's what I look like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you got to really kind of take some inventory and think about it. <laughs> that last season they had, they, they had quite a few scenes that mm-hmm. were, whew, 
yeah. off the charts, really, the two of them. Uh, you know what? I'd love to ask you a question, Rudy, because, you know, Mrs. Maisel, obviously, she's a stand-up comic. And, you know, I, Hacks is another series that I absolutely love. And you have these incredible actresses who are playing stand-up comedians but are not trained as stand-up comedians. Yeah. How do you react as a stand-up comedian watching that? Uh, it makes me realize that anybody can do this, that it's really not that difficult. Really? Of a, yeah, because yeah, it's a trained skill. It's just like acting or anything else. As long as you get the rhythm down, anybody can be a comedian. It makes me also realize that, um, uh, you know, Rachel and um, uh, Kim, who are in Hacks, b both are great actresses and can, I mean, they, you really believe that they are stand-up comedians. But the other thing that it makes me kind of realize is that if it's people that are not comedians who are stand not stand-ups who are writing these shows they make it look like it's so easy to get up and churn out material because they show mrs mazel get up on stage has never written a joke in her life and destroys a room just i mean kills one time after another after another after another and i think it's unrealistic to give people the you know the facade that just getting up on stage is 90 percent of it because that is not any it's so much behind the scenes but the the way that they they show like the struggle of stand-up comedy in both of those shows is so accurate that's awesome because amy sherman palladino and her husband daniel palladino write the show and they're mm -hmm. anyone who watched gilmore girls knows that their pattern of writing is fast it's tough to keep up with and you can't just change words it's very specific to what they require absolutely with their writing. Mm -hmm. do you guys really think that most people can do comedy uh, well, let me rephrase that. I think that anybody can get up on stage and give it a whirl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but right. just the fact of wanting to do it is not enough. Like, it, But if you work at it long enough, if you really put in the time, because I mean, I started, I'm 42 now. I started when I was 27. And just now I am starting to just break through just a smidge, a little bit. But if you're willing to put, because I'm telling you, those first couple of years sucked. It was oh, bad. Yeah. I bombed so hard in front of Andy Kindler one time. I went out in my car and bawled. I cried my Aww. eyes out. I was like, what am I doing with my life? And at the time, like, I, was, I wasn't I was a somebody, but I had a career. I, I was Afternoon Drive, 93X. I was a you know afternoon big market radio guy. And Andy Kindler walked by me, and I was like, so how did I do? And Andy Kindler was like, that was not good. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh. My, my hero oh, no. my hero told me I suck. Oh, no. Oh. I feel for you years yeah. later. <laughs> but, you know, Andy was right in not blowing smoke up my ass and telling me that, no, listen, you got a long way to go and also how how narcissistic of me yeah. to be like oh I'm good at this one thing I'll be amazing at this other thing no it sucked and it took a long 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 time and a lot of failures to be able to get to even the small little bit of success I have going for me right now and I think people did. don't understand too um creating a full act of like 90 minutes let's say to do like a comedy special or an hour comedy special that it's that's a lot of growth to go from like 10 15 minutes behind the mic to a, a full evening or a full act. Oh, it's it's un yeah, I can't even begin. That's why every comedy special now is 40 minutes because they it's need to, yeah, they need yeah. to churn this stuff out. Because if you wait a year and a half or two years, you've already lost your audience. You know, unless you do it like every five years, like the Beastie Boys put out a record every five years to make people want their record. But nowadays, people forget about you so fast that that's why 
everybody works on a special for nine months to a year, and then they're like, well, we got 40 minutes of sussed out material. We better record this and put it on YouTube because if not, our audience is going to leave us. And it's so it moves so fast nowadays. Wow. Well, even Netflix. Netflix is churning out some of those comedy specials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, the only problem you got with your arguments is that 99% of uh, comedians and 99% of radio people are terrible. <laughs> So, yes. I mean, that's the problem yeah. you got. Yeah, yeah. when I do say anybody can do stand-up comedy, I don't mean anybody can be good at stand-up comedy. <laughs> right, right. I'm just saying anybody can get up and attempt to speak into a microphone. Yeah. Well, do you I'm find not going to try it. Because, I, 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 like, Hacks and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel are two of, like, my, I would say my top ten shows. I appreciate what they're doing out there. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. I have lots of cringe. All right, sister. Well, we will talk to you tomorrow at this same time. Is that the ticket? That's the ticket, but I will see you at noon on The Family today. It's Tuesday. That's, oh, that's right. It's Tuesday, so I get to talk to you twice today. Now we're talking. Yeah, I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right, my dear. We'll talk to you later. Oh, she left already. Bert, ladies. <laughs> she just <laughs> bailed, man. I was like, I got to go. I got to go. Um, you know, a lot of people get think I'm being very, very harsh, but it is true. Most people are not funny. They just... They try to be, but it's either you're funny or you're not. And I think a lot of that has to do with background, where you came from, how you grew up, who you grew up around. There are many, many things, ways that you can get funny. And if, you know, you sat out at Whispering Acres in your room coloring, uh, you know, in a, in a book, you're not going to be very funny. Sorry about that. No, it, it, but if you do stick with it, if you just trust yourself and you trust the process, it, it, you can eventually get there. But it just, it takes, and for some people, like there was a kid in town named Brooks Robinson who his first Ooh. time, his first, yeah, I know, right? Great name. Uh, his first time on stage, first three times on stage, he won Acme's Funniest Contest. Wow. Ooh. Do you know how hard it is to win that contest? First three mm-hmm. times, he went to a comedy show and said, I could do better, got up on stage for the contest, won his first round, won his second round, third time on stage, won the contest, did comedy for nine months, and then just went, I'm bored, and, and left. That guy, he could have been a superstar, and he left because he just got bored with it. Meanwhile, there's people that have been cranking it out for 20 years who still can't get a 10-minute feature spot in town. Right. You know? Yep. So that well, there's a reason for that. You got to be funny, or and by the way, you mentioned one of the one of my favorite people. He's a great friend. Andy Kindler is one of the funniest human beings I've ever met. Yeah, he is so Love good, him. and I was such a fan. So the fact that I'll tell you the whole story a different time because I know we're running late. But there was a, when he walked by me, and I looked at him, and the look on his face when he shrugged his shoulders, <laughs> like, "Sorry, kid, you did not do well tonight." I I was devastated inside. Like I was I was scraping the side of the label of the beer can with my thumb, like down to the bone. I was like, "What am I doing?" Oh, and I had oh friends because I was you know I was a, a radio guy. Yeah, a couple of the Minnesota Vikings were there. I think Ben Lieber was there. Chris Cluey. Oh. Was sure. there? My family was there. Oh, oh. I, 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 oh, it was so bad. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, don't do that to yourself again. No. Don't do that. Ben Lee was a great guy, though. Um, did he laugh? No, no, nobody. Not laughed. even That's, politely. In fact, it was it was so quiet in Acme. The- it was so quiet oh. in the in the club. It was so quiet. I heard a woman in the back row stir her drink. <gasps> oh, Rudy. <laughs> That has stuck with you. Yeah. Which oh, it should. Absolutely. Like, right? You have a new craft. You, you're going to suck. Yeah. Like, if I take up whittling today, I'm going to suck. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. I got to tell you, very quickly, because we got to move on, I know, but Andy Kindler, 
I may have mentioned this to you guys before, I'm not sure, but he's up on stage at Acme, and there's a guy really drunk sitting, you know, right next to the stage there, because you can sit literally feet yeah. from the comedian, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this guy, this drunken bum, starts going after Andy Kindler, and, you know, they're trying to calm him down and quiet him down, all the rest of it, he just keeps doing it. And I went with my buddy Fitz that night. Now, Brittany, you know Fitz. Yep. You've met him before. Uh-huh. Um so Andy takes the mic, pushes it over his left side, and tips his head over to the right. And he's looking for Fitz and me because Fitz is 6'5", weighs about 320, and is one of the toughest some bitches I've ever met. He's looking for Fitz to come up and do a little security for him. It was phenomenal. Just that tip of the head, he's like, I'll find you somewhere. I know you're out here. He was, I can understand, he was very, very uncomfortable. Did you ever have anybody go after you on stage? I don't think I've had anybody like physically come after me, but I've definitely had some people that have oh, have sure. voiced their opinions at me before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did just love it though. He's searching the room for fits. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it was hilarious. All right, we do have to take a quick break here. Be right back. We're right after this. More on Tom Bernard Show. Tom here. Why should your business work with my friends at North American Banking Company? Here's Minnesota hockey legend Winnie Brown of OS Hockey. North American Banking Company has really allowed our business to grow over the years because whenever we have a question, we have the convenience of being able to walk in or we know exactly who to call to get things done. To learn more about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Or visit any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing It's time to dig in to spring. And that means it's time for Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where we have everything you need to get your garden, patio, or indoor space into shape, from annuals to veggies to houseplants. Save on 8-inch Mojave planters, now on special buy for $6.88, April 13th through the 23rd. Do your spring at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Product varies by store. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one, because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way, the Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. At Lowe's, we're always bringing pros more ways to save on the brands you trust. Right now, buy a select DeWalt 12-volt bear tool starting at $119 and get a DeWalt 12-volt 2-pack battery free valued at $129. Plus, you'll always save big on job lock quantities when buying select building supplies in bulk. Because Lowe's knows savings, Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location while supplies last. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Discount taken at time of purchase. Battery and charger not included with buy items. Valve 5-3. 